You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Crazy. Chapa X Key Glock Type Beat Killer. It's free type beat produced by Freezy. Ooh, told that bit I don't play. Told that bit okay. We're gonna go everywhere, everywhere, anywhere, anyway. Don't play with me. No, I don't like playing with bitches, talking all that shit. I don't like talking to guys that always talk shit like they bitches. Like they bitches. I need me a bitch. Gonna judge me for other dumb shit I do or say. Hey, bitch, go away. I ain't tryna talk to you anyway. I don't really care what you're tryna do, bitch. Who are you? Uh, this beat is nice. This beat is nice. I like freestyling on this beat. is very calm and it flows real nice. Don't talk to me if it ain't nice. Yeah, talk to me nice, everything nice. Tell on that bitch, I don't like ice. I just be wearing so much ice, ice, ice. Yeah, I can sing like ice, JJ Fish. Which just means that I can sing really bad. I can sing really bad, need me a bad bitch. Yeah, she say that I'm savage. Yeah, making shit and creating shit like I'm Fred Savage. I think that's a guy from Myth. Busters, if I'm not mistaken, bitch, I ain't Liam Neeson, but I'm I'm about to get you taken. If you play with me again, bitch, play with me like Tekken. You guys know Tekken? That's like the fighting game. It's a pretty good fighting game, I guess. I don't know much about it, but like my dad never really let me play like fighting games like Mortal Kombat or anything like that. Never let me play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm never gonna get a cat, cause cats are like the devil's pets. They're really mean, I don't even understand why somebody would get a cat. You can get a dog, you can get a pet, uh, a pet rabbit, you can get a, a parrot. Like, so much things to get besides a cat. Yeah, don't get a cat, that's the moral of this freestyle. Don't get a cat, or they'll eat you alive. Cats don't care about nobody but themselves They're like bitches in a sense Not the female dogs I'm talking about girls Or women because they don't like being called girls Alright, hello everybody to Empty Opinions Or hello everybody and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco My name is Eladio Blanco as you may have guessed and this is a podcast where I talk about the hottest pop culture topics or just any random topics too. One thing's for sure though, I probably shouldn't be talking about it. Um, for this episode, I didn't really have much in the way of things that I needed to get my, like, you know, like things that I need to rant on. Like this is episode 12, episode 11, uh, that one there was a lot of things that I had actual opinions on. And that was most of the news that happened this week. Or this past week. Um, You're listening to this on a Monday. So the week before. That was pretty much everything that was happening. So there isn't really much anything happening. So I was like okay. But I have to put out an episode on this Monday. at 6am. So what is it going to be about? Uh, And I decided I'm just going to talk about. 
the content that I consume and talk about the things that I've been watching and, and, and listening to, like movies and TV shows and albums and singles and things like that. Uh, because, uh, and, 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 you know, that's something that I've loved doing even before I was doing podcasts. Like I always loved, uh, telling people about the best, like, like the best movies and TV shows and music that people should listen to. Like I always loved giving my opinions on those sort of things. Like I had a whole other brand that I, uh, that I created called Filmity, where it was literally just about the latest TV shows and movies and me talking about them. Um, I realized I, I liked that, but I didn't, I, I feel like I had to build my own personal brand first to then be able to do a brand like that. And people would like cross over if you're a film fan and then, you know, it having a lot of traction instead of just starting a brand. Cause that's something that I've noticed is that people, at least nowadays, people like the personality more than they like brands. People follow personalities. People like actual people, not like faceless brands with a lot of people i think back in the day like my back in the day like a couple like in the early 2000s or early 2010s i think it was a big thing of like brands like for example source fed if anybody has seen that youtube uh channel source fed it was pretty much just a bunch of hosts and then you watch them give you the news in a very funny fashion right but I think in that work back then, it was like different hosts and stuff, but it was all in the contribution of a much larger brand. But now I think that's slowly fading away with things like Instagram and Twitter. Like people like to follow actual people, people like authenticity, and they just feel like brands aren't actual, aren't authentic. So, you know, I've realized that I need to start my, like kickstart my own personal brand first, and then I could do that where like people that follow me, could be like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go check out what he thinks of the uh, these certain movies or TV shows because it's him, and not because this is a, another movie and TV uh, brand or like outlet like Collider, uh, what else? Screen Junkies, like things like that. Those channels I've noticed have, are slowly dying. So I feel like, yeah, it's better that I start um, doing more personal, like personality uh, uh, based content um all that to say that in this episode i'm just gonna talk about my favorite movies tv shows and music from this past week and maybe my least favorites um or maybe things that i didn't even bother taking a look at because they were too long that's foreshadowing uh one of those albums that came out this past uh friday but let's start with um movies and i'll start talking about good boys good boys is the latest comedy from seth rogan and evan goldberg um it is a rated r comedy and it's pretty much like super bad for sixth graders that's the way everybody is explaining it because it really is kind of like a coming of age story like a very it's a coming of age comedy with like 12 year olds except it's very raunchy which gives it a little bit of an edge uh it makes it ultimately funnier uh, when you're watching it and i gotta say it's really it's i think it is what is one of my favorite movies of the year for sure like it's in my top 15 i think at this point but it's also really funny i didn't realize after i've rewatched it like three times now and on the third time is when i started to realize literally every 10 seconds is something it's a line that's super super funny and the thing about it it's not just that the kids are cursing and that's the funny thing there's a lot of joke there's a lot of uh, surface level jokes right they're funny but then there's also 
there's also jokes that are like said that you're not meant to really pay that much attention to them but they're very very funny like i don't want to spoil a lot of the jokes um i, w- I want to let you guys watch it but it is a very feel good movie it's very raunchy so i don't think it's like for the whole family but it is really funny I-, I couldn't believe like literally every other line is like laugh out loud if you're in the right crowd and in the right mindset because the first time i was watching it it was mainly chuckles right then the second time it got funnier and then the third time it it got even funnier so i can tell you right now it's going to be one of those movies that you can rewatch all over over and over again for sure it's it's one of those movies it's really funny and just where everything goes like i understand a lot of people are saying that the structure of the movie isn't like good or it's not like the best well made movie or there's some parts that people um don't like in, in certain things but i'm like I can understand that. I think it, it is from a first-time director, which you can you can tell. There's a lot of things, a lot of choices that are very like amateurish, you could say. But it's still funny, and that's re- at the end of the day, that's really what matters. What matters is that you have a funny, that you have a funny movie, and that's what this movie is. I think everybody, I mean, except for little kids, but even little kids, if you guys want to sneak in and watch it, if there's any little kids listening to this, there's absolutely no little kids listening to this podcast, but, you know, just in case, (laughs) just in case there are little kids listening to this, you can watch a movie, it's very raunchy, I don't think it will mess up your life, because it is the, the most, most of the comedy comes from these kids not knowing what these adult things are so it's not like they explain what this what those things are they just kind of believe it is a certain thing when it's not and then everybody watching if you're an adult you know what those things are which makes it funny but if you're a kid watching this i don't think you would like it i don't think it would ruin your childhood or anything like that right i think this is a movie that little kids could watch because it is from their perspective um it's just kids dealing with and interacting with adult things. That's really it. And then them cursing, which that's another thing. I bet you this movie is not that far-fetched when it comes to kids cursing. I bet you a bunch of kids do that. It's it's probably normal. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the three kids uh, are amazing. The Jacob Tremblay, like the, 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 the three main kids, they're so funny. And they all have a line that cracked me up. Like one of them... I, <laughs> I don't want to ruin the jokes. There's a couple of jokes that I kind of want to say, but there's two line deliveries by Keith L. Williams, the black kid, and the other kid. Let me see what his name is. Uh, let me look up in uh, IMDb um, what the other kids. Because Jacob Tremblay is the main kid. Then Keith L. Williams is the is is the other black kid. Is the black kid out of the, the three kids. And then the other kid is Bra- Brady Noon. Yeah, Brady Noon. They So both, not Jacob Tremblay. He's amazing. He's been amazing ever since he did that movie Room uh, with uh, Brie Larson. But um, both Brady Noon and Keith L. Williams, they have, they have each individually their own lines. They have more than one lines that are like hilarious like this movie i cannot believe how funny this movie is this movie it's really funny i I, there's nothing else i can say besides the fact that this movie's hilarious it might be the funniest movie i've seen this year let me see all the movies that i've seen i have my own little list because i'm a nerd i'm such a nerd when it comes to movies um let me see uh uh, i think line for i think 
it's definitely the funniest commercial. The, the it's the funniest mainstream comedy of the year for sure. But there is one more movie that I uh, found even funnier. But it was hmm. The movie having the there's another movie though that I found really funny. It's like a dark comedy. It's called The Art of Self Defense. It's a little indie movie that not a lot of people have seen. Uh, but it that one was hilarious. But that one was also like much of a better movie in general. This wasn't like as good of a movie, but it was a good comedy. Like it's definitely I definitely found it funnier than Long Shot, uh, the Seth R- the other Seth Rogen comedy which he's starring in. I found it funnier than Booksmart, which I found a little overrated. You know, um, a lot of people are claiming it was the next best thing, and then definitely funny. There's Stuber. Stuber was funny, but it was like there was some moments that were like kind of eh. You know what I mean? The Farewell. People said there was a, that's the one with the Farewell was the movie with Aquafina, and Stuber is the one with uh, Dave Bautista and Camila Nanjiani. It came out earlier this summer, but the Farewell, that's the movie with Aquafina, and that one is not a comedy. I don't even understand why people have said it's a comedy. It's not really funny. It's like heartwarming, and it's like oh, it's just, it's like cute. But it's not funny. It's not it's not a comedy whatsoever. And I really didn't even really love that movie. But that's a whole other conversation. But just... And also, Good Boys is like 90 minutes, which is perfect. Um, So, that's all I'll say about this movie. All I gotta say is that you should definitely go watch Good Boys. It's one of the funniest movies of the year by far. Uh, I feel like it's a movie everybody could laugh at. Like, it has humor for every kind of person. It has, like, white humor, black humor. It has, like... like it has freaking... Uh, theater humor, you know, it, it has comedy for everybody, and it's just funny. It's just, it's just really funny. A great comedy for our times. That would be the blurb if I was a uh, a movie critic. Good Boys is a great comedy for our times. Huh, whatever. Um, moving on. Well, that's it for movies. That's the one movie that I would say it came out this past weekend. That's a movie I would say you need to watch. It's very funny. Like. I don't see how anybody could walk out of that movie and not say it was funny. It it's it's like undoubtedly funny. So everybody, if you want to have a good time in the theaters, you should definitely go watch that. Now moving on from movies to TV shows, another Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg production, a TV show. Which this TV show isn't really a comedy. It does have a lot of funny moments, a lot of darkly, darkly, darkly funny moments, like super, like pitch black comedy. It's called The Boys. It's the latest Amazon Prime uh, original TV show. It is a superhero show. Not really, but it is. It has superheroes in it. And basically, The Boys is just about like what it will be like if superheroes were in our world. Like what it would actually be like. And it's super violent. It's super gory. It's super funny. Like I said, it has a lot of funny moments. It's super cinematic which i didn't expect from the show is one of the reasons why i like it so much and it's just a great show it's like one of the best shows at least so far i've only seen four episodes um so i'm halfway done but it's super engaging the acting's great the music's great there's a couple of lines in the dialogue there aren't like they're kind of like eh but overall so far it's really amazing and it's crazy how much that's another property Again, Seth Rogen and Eva Goldberg, they want to push the envelope. Another thing that pushes the violence and just the messed up nature of having superheroes in a real world, they push that shit to the limit, man. They, 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 get a, they do some wild shit in this show. 
and that's definitely again another show you should definitely watch it's on uh, Amazon Prime video um, most likely you have Amazon Prime if you don't you know hit me up I'll give you my password psych <laughs> I'm definitely not giving you my password if I don't know you maybe if I do who knows what I'm trying to say is that you should try to get the password from somewhere and watch a show it is really good it's funny that this this show the boys and euphoria came out around the same time um because they're both like they both push the envelope they're both super edgy but they're both like quality shows i need to see like regular people get into the boys the same way that they got into euphoria um because euphoria got a lot of buzz and it's kind of funny that because it didn't start off with that buzz i was not seeing a lot of people talk about it in the first two or three episodes of euphoria but then episode four and five and as it started to get deeper into the season more and more people started to talk about it more teenagers or more young adults start to notice it which is who they're targeting and let me tell you something also with euphoria they know their market because i've been getting euphoria ads on instagram like in the stories when you're swiping through stories i've been getting euphoria ads since before the show even came out so they know who they're targeting so that's good but uh, whatever i digress going back to the boys super gory super super funny great performances great story that's the other thing the plotting of the show is very good so far the pacing is great it doesn't feel long at all you're like always engaged in what's happening you get that it's like two kind of shows mixed together it's like showing you the behind the scenes of what it would be like if superheroes were run by companies and they were existing in our world which is very bleak and pessimistic but then you also have the other side of the show which is just re regular people dealing with these superheroes and them trying to catch the superheroes that's the whole point there's this group of people called the boys who are trying to hunt down and bring down these superheroes because they know how dangerous they are so that's that uh so it's 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 great. I think this is a show everybody could watch. Um, eh, depends how how squeamish you are, because this show goes. Yeah, this show pushes. Yeah, this show is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> There's some very violent parts in this show, but I I still think is one of the best looking shows, one of the best plotted shows, one of the best one of the best premises of any show this this year for sure. One of, definitely one of the best premises, and the show is actually living up to its great premise. So. That's great. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. Just, you know, just go watch the boys. Watch Good Boys and The Boys. That's a lot of boys. Boys on boys on boys. You know what I mean? That's definitely going to be the title of this episode. Boys on boys. Um, all right, moving on from movies and TV shows. Now let's talk about some music. Yes, let's talk about some music, boy. Um, this past Friday, a lot of music came out. Um, Young Thug's new album, So Much Fun, came out. Um, I just listened to it like a couple of hours ago, and here's what I gotta say about that album. That that was the only the the only real big album. The other album, there was another big album that came out, but I'll talk about that in a second. But in terms of albums, that was really the main one that came out. Yen Thug, so much fun. Executive produced by uh, J Cole, which is an interesting person. Executive produced this album, and I can't say I I can't say I see much of a difference in this album versus the other Young Thug projects that I've heard. Um, and that's kind of my thing with this, with, with with Young Thug. Like, he has, he's a very interesting artist, but I think his albums, or maybe I just need to listen to some of his albums, but it's just the trap 
it's the same problem I have with Future sometimes. Like, sometimes it depends on what kind of trap songs they have on their albums. Like, sometimes, like, Future, my favorite album from his is um, Evil, E-V-O-L. I know it's a very random choice. Uh, Dirty Sprite 2 has a lot of great songs, but I think mainly my favorite album is uh, Evil. Um, Love, spelled backwards. Ooh, so deep. Um, But, yeah, it's... um, the thing about this Young Thug album, so much fun. It has some good songs for sure, but they weren't really, but they weren't so good that I wanted to re-listen to the songs. Like I would, I would enjoy them if I were played these songs, but I don't think I would personally like go back myself and listen back to the songs. Like I kind of, that's the thing. Like most of the songs, except for like two of them. Most of the songs were enjoyable, and I liked them, and I added them to my library. Like, you know, I had li- hit the little heart on uh, Spotify. Um, but for some reason, it just didn't hit me. It didn't hit me whatsoever, and that's the thing about these kind of albums. They get kind of, they're enjoyable to listen to, but, but they don't really stick to you. Like, these kind of trap albums don't really stick to you. Um, so that's the thing about Young Thug, Future, all those kind of trap albums or trap artists like that like i think the same thing with Lil dirk i need to listen to his new uh mixtape or whatever project that is the loves love songs for the streets 2 or something whatever that one's called but i need to listen to that one but i have a feeling it's gonna be very similar to how i felt with this young thong album very enjoyable songs but not really anything that you know that's gonna make me want to re-listen to the album over and over again so and this is a shame because that is one of the most anticipated albums and people love young thug especially my generation they love young thug but i don't know there's just some sort of disconnect with me and him that i him and me is that you say him and me me and him him and i i don't know that i think it's him and i that i don't you know personally like it doesn't really stick to me so good albums good it's a good album it has some good songs but nothing definitely not one of my favorites of the year by far not like in the it will be like if i rank the list it will be like in the middle like of my of all the albums i listen to it's not the worst albums i listen to it's not the best it's like right there in the middle um and the other album that also came out that I was hinting towards, I'll get to this now, that also came out was the new Quality Control compilation album, Control the Streets Volume 2. Yes, this is part two to their part one that I also didn't listen to because I think that one had like some 20-some songs. They had a lot of songs. Uh, so it was interesting, but nothing compared to how many songs this fucking album has. This album has 36 fucking songs. Now... Here's the thing. I wasn't interested in listening to this album at all in the first place. You know, I like the artists from Quality Control, Little Babies, Hit a Girls, Gonna. They have a lot of other... Who else is in there? I can't even remember. I don't... I, I can't remember who else is there. But they have a lot of good artists there. A lot of good artists that I listen to in there. But, unfortunately, I wasn't really interested in listening to that album. Because it was like, eh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care about these compilation albums. Especially Quality Control. Like, I like the Dreamville uh, Revenge album, the, the Revenge of the Dreamers Part 3, I think it's called. Because that one had a lot of artists. Or it was very hyped from the beginning of the year, and then a lot of people were on it. It was like an event. This album wasn't that much of an event, so I was like, I'm cool off it. Um, But what made me even more cool off of it 
is that it's 36 songs. This is the main reason why I haven't listened to a single Chris Brown album in a long time. They're all like 50 fucking songs long. I do not have time. Listen, I'm the kind of person that listens to full albums. I do not have time to listen to a fucking 36, 40, 50 song album. Because I'm the type of person that wants to listen to an album from front to like the whole thing. Like listen through it, straight through it. Um, maybe it's my OCD, who knows, but I just like doing that. So you tell me I have to set aside like an hour and 45 minutes of my time to listen to this, to an album that I wasn't even really interested in in the first place, 36 songs. Why would I listen to 36 songs? Like maybe, maybe, maybe I'm looking at these albums the wrong way. Maybe I just need to put them like fucking, oh shit. See, I'm getting so mad. I'm smacking the microphone. Maybe it's one of those albums that you just kind of like put on shuffle and don't fucking care that think of it as a playlist and not an album and if they made a playlist i would probably listen to the playlist but the fact that it's an album i don't know i just there's like there's some like there's a connotation to it being it being an album that i kind of respect so i don't really want to i don't know it's weird i don't really want to um uh listen to a 36 song album because it's just too long and i don't have time for that actually i may have time i could make time for it but it just doesn't interest me. I, I want to talk to somebody who's actually listening, who's listened to this 36 song album. I think my friend Darius, he loves quality control, especially takeoff, which is a weird person to like. You know what I mean? Like my friend is, he's a big fan of takeoff. Out of the three people from Migos, he loves takeoff. And now I'm not saying takeoff isn't a great artist. I'm sure he is, but it's just a weird person that you get attached to was like, yo, I love all his songs. I have, I'm, I'm a big ass fan. I'm a, I'm a takeoff fan. I'm going to take off to a takeoff concert one day. You know what I mean? Like that just seems weird to me. I want to talk to him about that. Cause that's just weird. Like, why does he love takeoff so much? It's kind of, it's kind of strange, but whatever he should, he could do it himself. But yeah, this new quality control volume two album compilation album. I'm definitely not listening to it. I'm sorry. Uh, who runs QC? Um, uh, CEO of, let me see, CEO of Quality Control Music. His name is uh, Coach K. Yeah, 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 Coach K. I'm sorry, Coach K, if you're listening to this, but I'm not listening to that shit. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about before I end this special episode of empty opinions where i just literally just give you my opinions of all the content that i've been consuming and i'm probably gonna make this a more regular thing meaning like when i don't have stuff to talk about i don't want to force anything so i'm just gonna look at the things that i've consumed and tell you about them because i already do that in the first place so might as well make it a segment or just a kind of special episode whenever that happens um and i need to name it i don't know like i've been thinking watch a watching but that doesn't include music or like MMTV, music, movies, and TV, but that's too basic. I don't know. I'll think of a name for it. Uh, but uh, the last thing that I want to talk about real quick is the new Welcome to the Party remix that uh, um, Nicki Minaj did with Pop Smoke. Welcome to the Party is one of those songs that um, I found out about. Because of listening to the Joe Budden podcast, the the song I'm gonna play for the Aux this episode also came from the Joe Budden podcast. Um, because I feel like their their taste in music aligns a lot with mine. 
So it's not that I'm copying them. It's just I really like the songs they play. But anyways, Maul from the Joe Budden podcast, he played the song Pops, uh, Welcome to the Party by Pop Smoke. And I listened to it. And he said that was the song of the summer. And I'm like, I listened to it. And I'm like, really? This is a song of the summer? It's kind of... It's kind of crazy. It's a it's a weird song for sure. It's a weird song, like no doubt about it. So I was like, wow, that's really a song of the summer. I don't know, and it's still not really. I don't consider it the song of the summer, but it's definitely a really hot song now, especially with so many people remix it. Uh, like French French Montana did a remix to it, but most importantly, Nicki Minaj did a remix to the song and took the opportunity to uh, diss Cardi B. Once again, uh, the line specifically, what's the line specifically? She's like, let me play that part. Let me, I'm going to play that part really quickly. Pop smoke. Nigga, me not. Let's see if I find what the part is. But you can't sit with us, but you might go. All my pretty bitches has to ditty bitches. Got a mini bitches, so I'm go. Silly bitches, I'm Achilles bitches. Yo, pop, who the fuck wants to hear it? Keep it real. You really mad because your baby dad used to like me, though. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's stop it right there. You're really mad because your baby daddy used to like me, though. So obviously, she's talking to Cardi B and saying that Elsa used to like him. I think that's been one of the biggest rumors in the music industry that, like, an open secret that that's what they've been beefing is that. The uh, Nicki Minaj and Offset had that kind of something happening, um, but this kind of confirms it pretty much. So let's see what else she says. Fuck him cause I want him, told him take a hike like a hiker though. Okay, she didn't like him, um, so take a hike. <laughs> okay, so she's pretty much saying, listen sis, I didn't like Offset, so I don't even know why you mad at me in the first place. I didn't want to fuck him cause I didn't like him, so you can have him cause I never liked him in the first place. It's kind of what she's saying. Okay, this last line is it's kind of foul, honestly. Listen. There we go. Okay, there we go. He won a party with Barbie. That's the line. Pretty much just playing off of the Cardi B song. Uh, uh, What the fuck is that song called? Oh, fuck. What's the song? Cardi B and uh, Offset. No, no. Not Offset. 21 Savage. Um, What's the song? Party with Cardi. Yeah, yeah. That's the song. Uh, Party with Cardi. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I think... I don't know. There's something about that there. I think she's playing off of the Party with Cardi song. Saying she wanna, he want to party with Barbie. Saying, listen, listen, Cardi B. Your man want to party with me. So, just so you know. And she's like playing... It, it's a very... It's a that's a disrespectful ass line. The more I think about it, and I couldn't believe she was that direct with that diss. So, yeah, that's that's. I just wanted to talk talk about that because you know some they gotta. I hope Nicki Minaj and Cardi B diss each other. They gotta throw some diss tracks. You know what I mean? They need to hit them with some diss tracks. Okay, I want to see some diss tracks. I don't want to see no violence. I don't want to see nobody hurting each other just through music. I need y'all, Cardi B, it's, it's your turn, dog. You need to come out with something. At least it's a subliminal or something, because Nicki Minaj is just, this song was fucking disrespectful. You need to come back with it. You need to come back with something. I don't know what, but yeah. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it for this episode. Listen, this was not the best episode. I'll be honest with you, but 
I just had to make another episode. I need to be consistent and putting out new episodes Mondays and Fridays at 6 a.m. So that's what I'm doing. Recorded this episode. And now to end the episode, we're going to do the aux, the segment that I do each episode where I will play my favorite song at the moment. This week, I'm going to be playing, or this episode, I'm going to be playing the latest Johnny Rain song, who's been one of the most underrated artists that I've been listening to for a long time. Like, people that really don't listen to him that much. But he put out a new song, more traditional R&B, I would say, called DTLA, Downtown Los Angeles. And that's how I'm going to end this episode. So, until next time, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. 11.30 and I be on the way Just us in the city, mommy You know that I'm ready and willing I bite the bullet for what they gotta say Shoot me that text and baby, you know the play After dark party, all the lights out Who's top on the summer night, yeah If she don't got it, you know what I'm about If anybody got it, then girl, it's us right now Pour another cup right now If you get money, throw it up right now Don't you know the squad blowing up right now But it feels so timeless Sunset in your eyes You ahead of your time And what they don't understand They can never divide Forever ties Drop me down for whatever's in mind You put heaven in mind 
Nothing regular, I saw niggas plying so they could never see my demise. Stay at peace with your lies. I'm always dying to keep the peace. Agree it, I keep the peace when I ride. I ain't Jesus when I slide like a thief in the night. Hair heated, my heart's cold, I see no light. Once my temperature spikes, every head is a price. Once lines get crossed, ain't no setting aside. If you ever decide. Vibrations. And for the feeling of brotherhood that has permeated this entire island for the last round.